Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, the early break. Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Always good stuff from Huster Online's John Callahan. We'll talk to Parker Gabriel next segment. Um, we'll get to a segment here in a second. I'm going to get to some tidbits here before we get into anything. All right. Ready? You're the boss. Uh-huh. A couple of things. Well, you know I love the NFL, and I'm always okay. interested in coaching searches yes although i'm sick of being a part of them as a dolphins fan this is not this is not about the dolphins two news of note uh, in the uh nfl yesterday sean payton stepped down from the new orleans saints after 16 seasons that's pretty big news yes it is uh he may have seen the cap situation and said i'm out of here they're 74 million dollars over the cap oh god going into next season so how do you manage that? they don't exactly have a great quarterback situation there because he loves Taysom hill gave him a huge contract for no reason at all wants to step away we'll see if he how do you goes manage that if you're the saints uh well you gotta make some trades probably or some tough cuts restructure some contracts if they want to be restructured they need to get some draft picks, probably, because the rookies are cheaper than... Okay. And you know, they're not exactly built to win right now. Great. They were 9-8 and eight this season, I believe, or something like that. I mean, average, good. Not horrible, but but nothing. That, they were never. They were not going to make any damage in the playoffs, let's say that. Sean Payton steps down. And, and you believe he will continue to coach? Uh, it sounds like he wants to take at least a year off. And, and the rumor is, again, he, he was originally... He came to New Orleans from Dallas as the defensive coordinator. And he, you know, the rumor is, you know, when if Mike McCarthy's not back after next season, then Sean Payton might conveniently come back to coaching then. Although he's through the, he's tied to the Saints with the contract through 2024. So yeah, they have to trade for his rights, basically. You say offensive coordinator, or defensive coordinator. Off, sorry, offensive yeah, coordinator. Offensive, offensive coordinator. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, offensive, he's an offensive coordinator. Guy. Yeah. But yeah, so if if the Cowboys were to get him next year, if they don't, if Mike McCarthy does not last through the next season then that is going to be what people say, well, that's the obvious hire. Sean Payton comes back to Dallas, and we move on from there. Also, this is not breaking yet. This is not news until it's official, but it, it appears that the Jaguars, Jaguars, if I'm going to say it, are, are moving toward bringing back a, uh, a legend with the franchise to be their head coach, Byron Leftwich. Okay. The current offensive coordinator for the Bucks okay. is apparently he's been through two interviews, it appears when I see like he's on track to be the next head coach in Jackson. Okay, great. So NFL news, there it is. Yes, there's your NFL news there. What else you got there? I had something else. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Well, Greg in South Carolina chimed in on our first segment when we talked about the Moose tenure and the kind of the questions brought up about Moose's tenure in the wake of our John Cook interview yesterday. Greg points out that we failed to mention the he, now he calls it this is Greg it's a stupid ten million dollar public frost extension after two Greg's word crap seasons now he's 
he wrote a little bit more. I will just we can't we can't read the rest we, of that yeah. text. Now I will say he's correct. Greg's correct, and it was a public extension. I mean, I remember very well before the Wisconsin game that year, the home game against Wisconsin. I looked down from the press box, and there was Bill out on the field shaking Scott's hand after the the deal was announced that mm. morning before the game. So it was very public. Um, but anyway, that's. I wanted to mention that. Now, do you want to get into our segment? Yeah, but before that, oh, uh, one more thing. We just yeah. got to dance here, right? Oh, dancing, and then okay. we'll then All we'll right. dive dancing. In. Okay, we're dancing. Oh, I, I want to address something Corey said earlier too. Corey. By the way, I, I told you during the mailbag. Okay. I don't care for the city of Chicago, okay. which you agreed with, right? Completely. You and I, if we went the rest of our days without ever visiting Chicago, we'd be just fine, right? Right. It's it's. Yes. Corey says, you're a huge tool if you don't like Chicago. Simple as that. Well, Corey, call me what you want to call me. If you want to call me a tool, that's fine. I don't need to ever go to Chicago. It's not quite as simple as that. I don't know know why that's a tool thing to not like Chicago, but sure. Yeah. It's the traffic's unwieldy. It's cold. It's broke. Um, It's, it's, I would categorize the way it's governed as strange and funded as strange it's all very strange to me chicago it's just a, chicago is a colossus mess that's what it is okay it's a mess I just never really enjoyed my time there yeah it's a mess um and it's freezing by the way this time of year and by the way someone says jake could not be more correct with his take on wordle nobody cares what your stupid score is <laughs> and they never will and they never <laughs> ever will well what is different about that than fantasy football well, i don't people post talk about, about their... i don't talk about my fantasy <laughs> football no, and you yeah, don't, but don't, people do and i don't like them talking yeah, about it when they <laughs> My eyes completely glaze over when somebody starts talking about their fantasy football team. Like, really? I don't talk about mine on the radio. No, you don't. With friends, I might. They they care about it. Occasionally, I hear you you bring it up in conversation when there's people around. Right. If if it's somebody that I know that has a player that I have also on a team in a different league, we might say, well, that sucked. He sucked this Saturday or the Sunday. I lost my game. And that's it. You move on. People are intentionally posting the Wordle to piss people off. Is that right? I mean, some of it's the Wordle to, score. That there's people that like Wordle that want to see how other people do Wordle, and the, and they know that also there's there's a, a a large amount of people, myself included, that are annoyed by seeing all these stupid looks like Tetris basically on the Tetris. It's not. But okay, since we're talking about it, and Harrison had no idea what Wordle was, and I gave it. I contemplated it for 30 seconds yesterday, then moved on. I saw it on Twitter. It was trending. Mm-hmm. And I contemplated it for 30 seconds. What is Wordle? Okay, so this is the best I can describe Wordle without having done it myself. Okay. Wordle is, there. there is a word that's universal every day that people can guess. I think it probably posts overnight. And people can do it throughout the day. You, do, you have one word, though, every day. Okay. And you and do And there's what? five letters in this word. Okay. Five letters. The, the and you get six chances to figure out what the word is. Okay. And so, so they jumble up the letters and you got to... No, you make your own... You write your own letters. You write your own word, basically. Okay. And it will tell you if, if you have any letters that are in the word correct. Okay. And if it's in the right spot, it will have a different color. So if you have a right letter in the word, it will give you, I believe, a green. If you have the right letter and in the right spot, I think it's <coughs> yellow. So that's a good start. And the goal is to get this word before the sixth attempt. 
you have six chances. And, and if you get it within two or three, people are very proud of themselves. You get four, it's like, well, I still got it done. If you don't get it after six, you feel like a massive failure as a human being, basically. I haven't done the world right. Like, I just... No, you're not missing out. No, I, no, no. This is I don't good. have the time for this. Why don't I have the time? Why do people? Why do people have the time to do this and I don't? Because I probably haven't done it right. I work too much. I just, I don't even, I, I don't have that kind of time to mess with that. I got the colors backward. Yellow is when you get it, have a, a, a letter, but it's not in the right spot. Green is the right letter. Yeah, I was going right to say spot. green strikes me okay. as go and yep. correct. Okay. All right, good job. Not not great. I don't think you <laughs> explained world all that well. What, what else am I supposed to say? You, <laughs> you have five letters to pick a word, and, and you have to get it before the sixth attempt. It's as clear as mud. Um, but it does. But it doesn't matter. Um, you're fine. You tried, and I appreciate. I that. think it was pretty clear. Okay. I think I did my best. You did your best. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that. Uh, Wordle is unbelievably stupid. Play it fine, but why post your score? That's fine. All right, you play it. Good. Stop posting it. Stop posting it. Stop posting it. Everybody in the world, stop posting it. And now, guess what? I'll probably get a bunch of tweets at me with people's score. Hey, Jake, look at my score today. Don't care. Okay. I'm an old man, so. All right. Uh, 30. 30. Yeah, I feel like I'm old, apparently. I've, I've gotten old. 30's really young, actually, but go ahead. My head has gotten old. My brain is old now. 24-7 yeah. Sports SIP ranks Nebraska's transfer class at number six nationally okay. right now. How much will this upcoming season affect the usage of the portal going forward? I mean that by this. Okay. Yeah, what do you mean? Michigan State last year added 20 people in the portal, right? Yeah, about that, yeah. And it ended up being a really successful year for them. Kenneth yes. Walker was a revelation. Left tackle was a revelation. They hit. The quarterback, he was an awesome, but he was good. Yeah. Patrick, Peyton, was it Thorne? Thorne. Peyton Thorne. Peyton Thorne. And it, yeah, it worked out for them. They were a, a good team. They were a top 10 team for a lot of the year. I think they ended up top 15 for sure. Um, so that for them, the portal was good. Yeah, for Nebraska, you, 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 you're, we knew going into this offseason you were, were going to add, you're going to try to add quite a few pieces. Yeah, because Frost said they would. Right. And so you, this is this is obviously a, a new way to go in college football. If if it doesn't work this year, if for some reason doesn't click with Casey Thompson, doesn't click with these guys coming in, Trey Palmer doesn't really help out at all, or, the, or Hunter Anthony doesn't play. Uh, that would be shocking. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying. Will that affect the way that you use the portal going forward if you're in Nebraska? It's always, always going to depend on need. Um, I would s- Okay, the conversation is interesting because right away what comes to mind in our world is Wisconsin and Iowa, which aren't heavy portal teams. But, 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 but their situation is different because especially at Iowa, there's so much stability coaching stability so he doesn't have to there's not a lot of pressure on Kirk Ferentz not like there's pressure on 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 a lot of other coaches Paul Chris there's some there's some pressure there but these are not those aren't portal programs and they're and they are prominent in our in our world that's right Wisconsin Iowa Nebraska I think I mean the the pressure on the head coach at Nebraska is more intense more germane to the discussion, and I think Nebraska will be more of a portal team. I'd say I'd I'd be surprised if Nebraska's not always, if it's classes, if it's we'll call them signing classes. But by the way, that's getting really weird. That whole discussion. Um, I'll get to that in a second. 
I'd say Nebraska's classes will always be now going forward like 70, 30, 30% portal, um, 35% portal, 40% portal, depending on the year. I think there'll always be a sizable chunk of those classes, and which is fine, I think. I That's the game, man. I mean, play it. That's – but in Nebraska, the conversations are always so impacted by Iowa and Wisconsin because they're so much different than – they're kind of outliers in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, I was an outlier in the world and that they've had a head coach there who's been there for 25 I years. I mean, that's an outlier. He'll be there for 30. Yeah. <laughs> He's to 2029. Yeah. Wisconsin, you know, Paul Christ isn't – he doesn't have that sort of job security. He hasn't – that kind of tenure or security. I, I keep saying security and I mean it. Christ doesn't have that kind of security at Wisconsin. But – they don't. They're not a big portal team. Except, what are we talking about yeah. here? It's heating yeah. up. This Caleb Williams right. thing is heating up. So, for those who thought that he would just go to USC and follow Lincoln Riley, that was the hot rumor to begin with. But it appears that there is some serious steam uh, behind the Caleb Williams to Wisconsin train. Okay. Now, there's also some serious. You know, Hello. <laughs> yeah, there's also some serious steam to the notion that he's using Wisconsin as leverage mm. to get a sweeter NIL deal at USC. Okay. That probably makes more sense to me. Yeah, it does make more sense. Except for this. He is tight with Russell Wilson. Yep. Caleb Williams. Sure. Now, if you're selling Wisconsin to him, it's an easy sell. Hey, Caleb. We had a young offensive line that, by the way, was pretty good. And our offensive lines are always good. And, hey, Caleb, True. behind you will be Braylon Allen. Have you seen him before? Yeah. Watch this. Have you seen this horse? He just turned 18 oh, by the way. Okay. Braylon Allen averaged 10 yards per carry against Nebraska with Graham Mertz. What would he do with Caleb Williams as a running threat in the backfield? Jeez. Let's... I mean, now, is Caleb Williams just using Wisconsin for leverage? That's what I Possible. think. Yeah. USC. But if, if he were to look <clears throat> at that situation, you're right. I mean, that's that's pretty tempting. You, you've got a great you chance. So. You have a great chance every year at Wisconsin with the talent around you regardless to win the West. Well, let's put it this way. If Caleb Williams goes to Wisconsin, aren't you? don't you automatically look at Wisconsin as a playoff contender? I think you. I'm not. Ta- I'm would, talking about national. I would playoff think Ohio contender. State would say would pay attention, saying, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, yeah." Braylon Allen, Caleb Williams. <laughs> it's a pretty dynamic duo there. Yeah. Trouble. That's trouble. I saw trouble in Wisconsin, as did you, in the form of Braylon Allen. That's trouble. That's why well, he's going to be there for at least a couple more years, right? Jonathan Taylor, did he ever rush for under 200 against Nebraska? No. No, he did not. Like 204, we celebrated that. <laughs> yeah, we the did. The man ran for 204. Said, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, he got Shopping. 204 in Lincoln, and we said, that wasn't so we bad. We said, that was good. Yeah, that was correct. 200 plus yards. That's what I mean by standards dropping. I would we, say. Yeah, we thought, say. He had, we thought the defense had a good game versus a guy that had 204 yards rushing. But as far, back to Nebraska's portal discussion, will it always be like it is this year? I don't think so. But Nebraska, man, I mean, we just keep saying it, but we say it over and over, but it's really impressive what they've done in the portal if you just look at four positions. And I'm not just – I mean, it goes well beyond that. 
But when you talk about Casey Thompson, the kicker, the punter, and Trey Palmer, man, you address needs in a big way. And you got legitimate guys. I don't mind talking about Casey Thompson because he he's proven. He proved himself at a high level already in a power conference. This is not speculating on some 17-year-old kid from right. uh, some little town in tape on him. Kansas. Yeah. Casey Thompson did it. Brian Bushini, the punter at Montana, did it. I mean. Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer did it. 30 catches, return man in the SEC. Timmy Bleakroad did it at Furman. These guys are proven guys coming in. You went and got dudes. All right? At, and those are critical areas. I mean, those are critical areas. Yeah, yeah there's still guys that have to prove it that are in the portal, like uh, Anthony Grant, who did it at JUCO. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. There's other one. guys. I mean, but, but, Kevin Williams and Hunter Anthony, all that. Right. Yeah, and there's all but that. But there are... But there are guys that have proven that they can do it at a high level. Yeah, they're, yeah. I don't mind talking about them because they did it. You know, they're just – if you can do it in the SEC, you can do it in the Big Ten, right? If you, and if, if you can average 45 yards a punt, which I think Buscini did in the FCS, you, that transfers, right? Mm-hmm. You're, that transfers. It should. It should. Yeah. Theoretically, it should transfer. Yeah, why I'm wouldn't sure. it? The ball's the same. Ball's the same. Yard, I mean, the field's the same. Yeah. Punter and kicker, it transfers. Your form stays the same. Yeah. The goalposts don't get the any. The yardage is still yeah. the same. Goalposts are the same. Go ahead. Uh, let's get a call from Brandon. Brandon, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Morning, guys. I'll keep it uh, short here. I know you guys got a segment coming up. Uh, two things that have kind of stood out to me here. Okay. Um, most recently with uh, Sean Callahan's um, Husker Online. Uh, interviews with uh, Casey Thompson and uh, Trey Palmer. Okay. Uh, first thing, Trey Palmer, uh, I know I mentioned this when Nebraska was being ready to play Ohio State about the coverage and how, you know, nobody in the Big Ten really plays press man. That was one of the big things that set you drew him to the University of Nebraska to come play in the Big Ten is how much zone and, you know, lack of press man there is that's played in the Big Ten, huh. and he feels that he can do similar things to what Marty Ture did last year. Uh, secondly, I think the thing that really has surprised me, and I understand that these college athletes communicate with each other, but listening to Casey Thompson uh, answer Callahan's questions about who did he talk to when he entered the transfer portal, he said one of the first people he reached out to was Adrian Martinez yeah, yeah. to get a gauge on the university as well as the coaching staff. And that's the thing that, you know, I don't know. He kind of alluded that some of these coaches were kind of wishy-washy with what they would tell him versus somebody else. He wouldn't go into depth as to who those coaches were. But that's kind of an aspect that I didn't really think about. These young kids reaching out to their their peers in the game, uh, asking them, hey, what did you think about your coaching staff? You know, would you still go there? Would you recommend, you know, me to go there? Yeah. Interesting. Thank you, thank you, Brandon. That is that. Now that that little tidbit is really interesting, isn't it? Just that thought of Casey Thompson dialing up Adrian Martinez yep. and asking him about his experience. That sort of call could go horribly wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want the truth? Tell us you want, Casey. No, but you know, you're dealing with Adrian, who's who's a diplomat, right? Right. Um, he's diplomatic. And that, that, it's not going to go horrible with Adrian because he's a diplomatic guy. But you can see how some areas 
in some in some places that call could go horrible. <laughs> um, but I bet in this case it didn't. Because well, one way I know that is because Casey is here at Rodizio Grill with all his linemen. Can I say Rodizio? I wish Grill? I was. I wish I was invited to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. My only experience with Rodizio Grill it was incredible. I just was just stunned by how much food you could eat there. You know. How much did you eat? <laughs> did meat you, sweats. Did you, were serious? <laughs> you had the meat sweats. Yeah, they were serious. It was serious meat sweats. It's just sitting we'll get there. Against some time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be fun. We'll do that. Yeah. Parker Gabriel up next on early break on the ticket. Thank you.